Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. Hey, if you can take a moment, we're going to take a look at the book. Go to the book of Jeremiah. It's one of the ancient Jewish prophets that wrote 2,500 years ago and was actually talking about events that would unfold in our day. I have in my hand a copy of this five-hour audio series that is on CD entitled Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. Well, he's a unique prophet. It's a unique prophecy with a unique purpose that you need to study through. Jeremiah and judgment is what we're going to be talking about as we study together today. I want you to get your Bibles handy. And after we have our study, I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of Jeremiah, a unique prophecy. Right now, though, let's go to the book of Jeremiah for our study on Jeremiah and judgment. Chapter 46 of the book of Jeremiah. Now remember, I've told you that basically it's four parts of Jeremiah. The first chapter would be the call of Jeremiah, the last chapter, the rehearsal of the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. Then chapters 2 to 45, a message of retribution against the Jewish people, against Judah. God tells Jeremiah to be a prophet to these people. And then he tells him to be a prophet to the nations. In chapter 1, verse Five, he said, I have made you, ordained you a prophet to the nation. I did that even before I formed you in the belly of your mother. Now look at chapter 46, verse 1. He reiterates the responsibility that he has given to Jeremiah. The word of the Lord which came to Jeremiah the prophet against the Gentiles. That's goy in Hebrew, which means the nations are the Gentiles. And again, he is reiterating the nations, the nations involved, there's only one Jewish nation, so every other nation of the world is in the Gentile category. As I think I mentioned earlier, there are three strands in the human family, Gentiles, Jews, and Christians. That's all there is on this earth. If you're not a Christian and you're not a Jew, whatever you are other than that comes under the category of Gentile are nations, one of the other nations. And God makes Jeremiah a prophet to all the rest of the nations on the face of the earth as well. And from chapters 46 to 51, he's going to name specific nations, but he also includes in several locations the three times all nations will be involved in this final judgment. Before we look at Jeremiah, though, and this portion, go back with me, if you will, and let's set the stage to 2 Peter chapter 3. We touched base day before yesterday when we were looking at the perplexities of creation. We talked about, of course, in the beginning of that study on creation, uh, the fact in, that there was a connection between the prophet and creation, the prophet, the prophecies, of this book of Jeremiah and creation. We then looked at the procedure of creation going through the six days, six 24-hour days of creation. Then the perplexities. And I brought to your attention that in the last days, according to the Apostle Peter, 2 Peter chapter 3, starting here in verse 3, that there will be perplexities because they will doubt the coming of the Lord. They've heard about it. They will say, well, is it ever going to happen? Look what it says, verse 3. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. What about the second coming of Jesus Christ? Is indeed Jesus Christ coming back? This will be 
an indicator of what is happening prior to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you hear him talking about it. Now, notice the scoffers who are walking after their own lust. Meaning, it's not only what they say with their lips, but what they do with their feet. Walking after their own lust, their own desires. I do a lot of conference speaking. I do a lot of church meetings. And I love to stand in the back of the auditorium after I've preached my heart out on the soon coming of Jesus Christ, giving biblical evidence as to how close it may come, and listen to people as they walk out talking about what they're going to do next week, next month, next year and all the mundane things of this world. Now, I understand. Realism is that we have to be able to understand we have to live now. But having just completed a message to start thinking about those things instead of the truth of the soon coming of the Lord, I don't know what else to do. I've tried to preach it as hard as I can, and then there's not that conversation. And uh, so that has been a, a burden upon my heart. But Peter said it's a burden upon his heart. This is what's going to happen in the last days. People walking after their own lust. The only reason you'll deny the coming of the Lord is you're walking after your own lust. Walking after their own lust. And, and then what are they going to do? Well, look what it says here in verse 5. For this they willingly are ignorant. In other words, they make a willful decision. They're going to be ignorant of the fact of two things. Number Because of the third thing that they don't want to face. Here are the two things. For this they are willingly ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. That is creation. The first day of creation, water covered the earth. The second day of creation, he separates the water. So that's what he's talking about here. Now look at the next verse, verse 6, which is what we want to look at today. Whereby the world that then was prior to the flood, that then was being overflowed with water, perished. He now makes an absolute statement about a worldwide universal judgment called Noah's flood that took place after creation in what is basically a very close period of time until the day in which we live, only 4,500 years, as compared to what the evolutionist says, when from the beginning somewhere four and a half billion to five billion years ago. What the flood does is completely negate the possibility of evolution. An evolutionist has to deny the flood automatically. He cannot allow for this catastrophe to have taken place. In fact, he doesn't know how to deal with the fossil record, which was a result of the flood that did take place. The fossil record giving us evidence of how it was prior to the flood with life here on the earth, both animal life and plant life, mixed together, different areas that they cannot explain. They have to explain it away in some other way. And so the flood is significant as we understand that evolution is totally not possible to be the way for the origins of man. But in addition to that, Noah's flood also guarantees the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Should you deny a universal flood, you deny that Jesus Christ can come back. That's in the context of what he's saying here in 2 Peter chapter 3. They will willingly, who? Those who walk after their own lust, doubting whether Christ is coming back. 
they will willingly be ignorant of Noah's flood. And so it is essential. We must understand. The, the, the flood is not some sweet little Bible story you tell your kids or your grandkids. It had to happen. It had to happen. And in the last days, rejection will take place on the earth by the peoples, so-called intellectual peoples of the earth, about what happened. God's Word tells us what will happen in the end times. The book of Jeremiah, a unique prophecy indeed, is speaking to our day. Over 2,500 years ago, the prophet Jeremiah wrote this book, and it is as up-to-date as the front page of the newspaper. Well, you need to study the entire series. It's a five-hour audio series entitled Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. It's on CD, so you can study it if you're on a long trip someplace and have a beneficial time on the road. Again, the title, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, a five-hour audio series on CD. You can call our toll-free number and make your order. It's 877-674-3298. Now, that's toll-free from across America. Won't cost you a penny to make the call and order your copy of Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. Again, the number, 877-674-3298. Or go to our website, prophecytoday.com and click on the shopping mall. There you can make the order as well. When we study Jeremiah, that prophecy that was written 2,500 years ago seems like we're talking about what is happening today. It's evidence that Jesus Christ could shout to call us up to be with him in the heavenlies forevermore at the rapture of the church. And after saying that, you know what? There's nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until... 